with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining Live with Diana Bell. Um, I'm Diana Bell, obviously, and with me today I have Raven Hogue. She is the Cadillac Senior Sales Director for Mary Kay Cosmetics. Hi, Raven. Hi. Hi. And uh, we also have joining us today, he woke up early, he missed me so much last week, he had to come. We have Steve, the engineer. Hi, Steve. Hello. We're so excited to have you, too. We'll see if he comes next week. we got to take it easy on him today. No calling him Andrew. <laughs> so this morning I was, uh, I, I, I thought I would get here before you. I was, you know, like I always like to be a little bit early so that you come, you feel comfortable. Hey, Raven. Huh? Um, but, uh, I was playing with my baby and there were smudges all over my glasses. Oh, so lovely. here's the problem. I, I, I can't see without my glasses at this point. I, uh, I gained some years in the last little bit. My eyes are fuzzy. Um, so, I, I really need to have clean glasses. And I never had to worry about this before I had a baby. Mom problems. Mom problems. I, I used to get smudges on my glasses all the time, like back in the day when I was five, when I was 10, when I was 13. And then when I was 19 and getting drunk all the time, you know, they always had smudges on them. But I haven't had to worry about this for like 15 years. Yeah. Context, girl. Context. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can barely keep my eyeglasses clean. I don't think putting my fingers in my eyes <laughs> yeah. is a good alternative. But they're clean. I got here a little bit late, but I'm here. Um, I have a bunch of questions for you today. Are you excited? Oh, I'm thrilled. No, for real, I am. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Raven is uh, has done really well with Mary Kay, and uh, I'm just going to ask her some questions today, and it might help people think about maybe trying to start their own business at home. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, so what was your line of work before Mary Kay? So before Mary Kay, um, I, I worked two full-time jobs. I worked at Save On Foods in the bakery, and okay. I worked at Fortune Palace as a server. Awesome. So you're obviously a Prince George lifer. I, well, yes, born and raised. I did move away for a little bit. Um, my husband got a scholarship to go play hockey in Calgary, and he went Ooh. to state. So we were there for a bit and um, worked serving jobs and such there. And then when we moved back, um, yeah, I just kind of got... Back into my old habits. I worked at Savon when I was 16 and when I was uh, at Fortune Palace when I was 16. So I just kind of went back into that line of work. And then, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think we all did the serving job and stuff like that. And in Prince George, um, when I was growing up in 16, I worked at Wendy's. And I feel like, honestly, that helped us a lot. Uh, just gain that work acumen that you need. Oh, man. Yeah. Savon was, a, was the best for like really teaching you how to work hard, good ethics. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Hey, Steve, what was your first job? Oh, here I am. My, <laughs> my first job? Um, let's see. Well, it, it was a server. Oh, okay. Uh, down in Vancouver. Yeah. Used to work the nightclub circuit. Wow, yeah. you used to slay the ladies, hey? Ooh. I had three different jobs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all different nightclubs. Um, the most... Any, hot, any hot clubs that we would know about? Well, if anybody knows back in the day, the Kaposis. Oh, oh. I haven't heard of it, but it sounds pretty cool. No, they were Herb Kaposi and, and his brothers. Yeah. I used to work for them. Were they gangsters or anything crazy? 
I can't say. Oh, you got to keep that under wraps. Okay, okay, I hear you. We get you. Um, all right, uh, what inspired you to get into this career, Raven? Well, it wasn't the career specifically that I was attracted to. It was more the business plan. Mm-hmm. So um, Mary Kay created the business plan for women to have more flexibility and freedom and, and financial security. And so our business plan is actually taught at Harvard University. Oh, cool. And so when I heard that I could make 50% commissions and get my own personal products 50% off, I was sold because I didn't really use products at the time. Um, I barely washed my face, wore a little makeup. So I was a little skeptical, but I thought, well, what do you have to lose? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you've heard any of the shows before, but I, uh, I'm i a little lazy, too. I don't like taking care of uh, any parts of myself during the winter, but um, maybe today will inspire me we're, to... We're going to work on that. Yeah, maybe today will inspire me to at least, like, continue to shave my legs or something. Yeah, Who sure. knows? Yeah. Good idea. Um, okay, uh, so what are the accolades that you're most proud of? Oh, well, I've been... I've been very blessed in my business and my career, um, but one of my favorite accolades I'd have to say is that being able to keep my husband home and take care of our kids. Um, Whoa, breadwinner! Mm-hmm. Okay, we when we had our twins, um, Casey was able to go on parental leave and stay at home and take care of the kids, and so that was huge for me um, and for us as a family. And then. Earning my first pink Cadillac didn't suck either. We were the first pink Cadillac in the Prince George area. You hear about that, but you don't actually think that that happens. So that actually does happen. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yep. We're actually in qualification to earn our fifth pink Cadillac right now. Wow. Yep. And then um, I would say my all expenses paid trip to London, England uh, for my husband and I was definitely up there. That was... Oh, cool. So there's lots of uh, benefits to working for Mary Kay, I guess, eh? Yeah, that that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, they, Mary Kay treats you like fairy tale. Like, it was... We got to go to Abbey Road Studios. We got to go and do, sing a song. They flew in a vocal coach from Scotland, and we got taught how to sing a song, and we recorded a song in Abbey Road Studios. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I I mean, like, I have sung on a karaoke stage or two, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds probably a lot more exciting <laughs> than what I've done. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The public's normally not even allowed in there, so that was fun for us. Oh, cool. I feel like you have all these amazing things that you're proud of, and I feel like the biggest thing I'm proud of is, like, my wedding speech at my friend Sonia's <laughs> wedding. It was really good. It was a really good speech. Everybody laughed. It was, yeah. That's good. Uh, it, I'm really proud of it. Um, what challenges did you have to overcome at the beginning of, like, the Mary Kay's journey? Um, well, I think with anything new, there's challenges challenges and obstacles to overcome. Uh, for me, it was learning about skincare and how to apply makeup. Fortunately for us, we have a team of, like, doctors and scientists who formulate and manufacture all of our products in Dallas. So we're blessed to be taught by the best. And so it was also... Um, it was easy to learn, but I'm, I'm super introverted. I have a hard time, like, with people that I don't know. Like, coming on the show, Diana was asking me, and I was, like, a little bit nervous. But she's doing so good. Ah! But, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, Mary Kay has taught us how to have those conversations, how to teach and talk to people. So it makes it so much easier, right? Um, when you learn about the company, I learn about the products, you have more confidence in it. And so for me now... Just learning how the company supports you and, and teaches you and guides you, it's it's easy to come over those obstacles. Awesome. Yeah, and, and like, for sure, you know what you're doing. Like, she looks good. 
<laughs> she looks very put together. Well, thank you. I was a little embarrassed when I came in and I saw her and I looked at myself. I was like, okay, maybe I need to step on my game a little bit. Well, that's another fun thing about Mary Kay is we don't get to dress up many places here in Prince George. So I get, <laughs> I get to dress up daily. Um, okay, so you, you did win a pink Cadillac. Mm-hmm. So you you keep it you drive it does your husband drive it do you let your husband drive it oh yes he's all about it everybody um often says like oh do you drive the pink cadillac but he's all for it if if they're gonna give you a pink cadillac and it's it's free you're gonna own it yeah fair enough and uh you who makes more money you or your husband i just want to tell everybody so that they understand that this is a business it's not just something that you do on the side like this is something that you can actually get into right my so my husband does have a very very good job and he does well okay uh he works for finn in canada he's a heavy equipment technician um but but my pay is up there it's, yeah, yeah, she's doing good, guys. Yeah, like this up. is this is a career thing. It's a career thing. Um, awesome. So, what are some strategies that you've used to expand your business? Um, our business plan is very simple. Uh, Mary Kay said, "Imagine that every every person had a sign around their neck that says make me feel important,' and that's what my job is to do is to make people feel important, make them feel beautiful on the inside and outside. And we use cosmetics as a tool to do that. And so, facials, nice. makeovers, skincare." Yeah. I my favorite thing is doing little makeovers with teens and teaching them about skincare and how yeah. to take care of themselves. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's fun. I, I don't do that with the teens, but I feel like I do that at Hobby Brews. I give people wine, yeah, and it makes them feel beautiful and good when, right. especially when they drink a lot of it. Right. Imagine if yeah. we did it together. We yeah. Would, wow. Yeah. So we'll just get people really drunk and <laughs> pull put makeup on their face while they're sleeping or passed out. <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. Um, any goals for the future? Um, yes, we, well, of course, every, every, my biggest goal is to help other women, um, become successful and to keep them home with their babies. Um, my, my biggest accomplishment is when I can take shy women and turn them into complete confident powerhouses. And my goal is just to build sales directors and pink Cadillac drivers across Canada. Nice. Get another one in Prince George, right? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Multiple. Multiple pink Cadillacs. Right? Are you jealous, Steve? Do you want a pink Cadillac? Uh, no. No? No. Are you sure? Uh, what sure. Do, what are you driving right now? Uh, I have a maroon truck. Oh, see, he likes the colors anyways. I think he wants to race. I think he does. Maybe we'll have to do down, that after. Down third app. I'll yeah. race you or, or the quarter mile. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to race you guys because I got a RAV4 and, uh, <laughs> I, and while it looks quite nice, I don't think it's very fast. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, this morning, listened to probably about 50 little kid songs. Mm-hmm. You have two boys and a girl, mm-hmm. uh, and they're still quite young. So what is the most annoying kid song that you've had to listen to in your years with your children? Oh my goodness, there has been so many. And my kids are really obsessed with the um the kids channel on on uh Series XM. A, a kid oh. show on kids some channel. channel. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And so I probably I'd have to say the shark song. <gasps> Baby Shark, I was actually going to say that is the most annoying song and it's in my head all day. And she loves it. And once it's there, it's there. Yeah. Like like all day. We we tried so hard. Like in the beginning, we made her listen to like a lot of Led Zeppelin. We made her listen to 
Pink Floyd, um, Journey. I just, I wanted her to really enjoy that kind of stuff so I didn't have to continue my life with the baby shark stuff. Yeah, I totally. It didn't work. It she still work. loves baby shark. At least get into Disney. Disney's manageable fun songs, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. My daughter is singing in um, the plays right now in our school and, and so we got a lot of Disney happening in the house. They're doing Aladdin here soon. Oh, okay. Oh, neat. Aladdin. Yeah. And which school are they going to? Uh, they go to Immaculate Conception. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so fun. I feel like we didn't do any plays like that back in the day. I don't even know. Steve, did you do any plays back in the day? Back in the day? Well, yeah. that's really back in the day. And back, <laughs> back in, back the, in day, the day, like 10 years ago, right, Steve? Uh, back in the day, we didn't have like theater in in school, right? No. Really? No. Wow. Oh, did you guys have TVs or anything? Well, no. Uh, no TVs, no computers? You used to listen to hockey on the radio and yeah. things like that. This this is helping people um, uh, figure out what age you are, because you're saying that there's just radios, right? Well, you're talking about babies, and I have one son. Okay. And he'll turn 39 soon. Okay, so ladies, now you're kind of getting an age where Steve's at, just so you know. Steve, are you single? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, ladies' hearts all over Prince George right now are breaking. Um, I apologize. I didn't mean to get your hopes up, uh, but it's okay. And and Steve is a great guy. I'm sure his his partner is very happy. Uh, 41 years later, yeah. Wow. Wow, good job. I feel like that's something we can only strive for when, like, absolutely, fifty percent of couples are getting divorced these days. Yeah, <laughs> I've been with my husband nineteen years. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I've been with my husband for ten years now, and I feel like we've had like an amazing eight years. Good. Yeah, eight years has been really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been together for ten. So, um, so who would play you in the story of your life or the movie of your life? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. You know what's really funny though is when I was younger in my younger days, my I had the bleach blonde hair. My sisters would say that I looked like Christina Aguilera. Ooh, and I was trying to okay. Doppler her. So yeah, maybe would, that would be fun. I would say Courtney Cox. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Courtney Cox would be good too. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Do you go for somebody that looks like you, or do you go for somebody that has the same personality, personality. as you? That's why I said Jim Carrey last week. Oh. Because, like, personality-wise, I feel like we're a little similar. <laughs> but, but if I was going for looks, then I would probably pick Dr. Phil. Because, like we said in the previous shows, um, I I look a lot like my dad. And my dad looks exactly like Dr. Phil. So if I was going to get somebody to play me looks-wise, then I would get Dr. Phil to put on a wig. And, uh, and he would play the movie of my life. Yeah, perfect. Um, what is your favorite wine? And this is, like, a cheater <gasps> question because I... Have so much wine experience. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, well, I really like our fruit wine we just made with the fruits from our backyard. That Yay. you can make at Hobby Bruce. Yeah. I know the lights. It <laughs> did it was really good. Um I'm a Pinot Grigio kind of gal. Yeah. That's my that's my jam. You like the dry stuff. Yeah, dry but a little bit sweet. Like I like, like fruity. Yeah, I can do fruity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And we all know that Steve doesn't drink wine, so there's no point in asking him that I question. I don't drink. I know. I know. He doesn't drink at all. That's why he's so much more productive than the rest of us, right? Okay. <laughs> That's why you have no excuse not to come in the mornings and hang out with me while I'm here. There you go. There you go. Um, so 
the world has just been horribly depressing. So I really wanted to give everybody a pick up, pick me up, and uh, talk about the reasons that you can be happy this week. So I'm going to give a reason, and then Raven's going to give a reason. We'll just go back and forth, okay? Okay. Well, let's do it right after the break. Oh, okay, let's do it after the break. How good call, do, Steve. Why don't we do that? Okay, perfect. Okay, well, we'll talk to you after the break. Do you like a good bluegrass song? Enjoying hearing music from the likes of Bill Monroe, Rhonda Vincent, and the Lakeside Ramblers? Then tune in to Backboard Pickin' Sunday evenings at 5 on 93.1 CFIS-FM for an hour of great bluegrass old and new. I'm Corey Walker, and I'm thrilled to take you on a musical journey each week as we explore the world of North American bluegrass. Catch Backboard Pickin' Sunday nights at 5, only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. After two difficult years, make 2022 better. Start by booking an appointment at Tops and Bottoms. We can help find the most supportive, beautiful and comfortable bra for you. Appointments for post-surgery clients are also available. Call 250-614-1553 for your appointment or book online through Google, Facebook or our website topsandbottoms.ca. The Q3 Creative Business Hub is now open for space rentals at Quebec and 3rd. Rent a 100-square-foot office for as low as $470 a month, Wi-Fi included. Just need a desk to get out of the house? Use one in our open office environment for $260 a month, $160 for occasional drop-ins, or just $20 a day. For more information, email q3building at gmail.com. Q3 Creative Business Hub, open for desk and office rentals at Quebec and 3rd. Forecast for Environment Canada, mainly cloudy today with a 60% chance of showers late this afternoon. Winds in the southwest at 30 gusts into 50, a high of 7. Rain tonight, southwest winds becoming light, a low of 3. For Friday, rain ending in the morning, then cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. Winds in the south at 20 in the morning and a high of 4. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. We're back with Raven Ho from Mary Kay, and uh, we're going to talk about some reasons that you can be happy this week, because God knows we all need them, okay? So my first reason to be happy this week, um, I read a lot and watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay, just because I think he's kind of funny. I am happy that I'm not cooking for Gordon Ramsay, because that looks terrifying. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. So I, I don't even like to cook at my own house. Never mind. <laughs> a chef. Actually, cooking for Gordon Ramsay would almost be like cooking for my child. My baby looks at me, she gets angry, she screams, she throws things in my face. I imagine it's probably quite the same. So I already have one. So yeah, yeah I don't need to be cooking for Gordon Ramsay. No, I can't even imagine. No. Okay. Well, my reason to be Happy this week is not as, like, that fun. But, I mean, the sun is shining. I think that we need to be excited that the snow is melting. The snow Woo! is melting. Yay. I, mean, I don't want to jinx it because I feel, but I feel like spring's on the way. I think it is. It's got to be. Yeah, I hear some birds. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Um, my second reason to be happy <laughs> this week, and maybe it's not going to be your reason, but, and I apologize if your baby doesn't do this, but my baby sleeps through the night. Oh, amen. Oh, That's fun. That is the That's best reason to be happy. That is a win. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. My little one didn't sleep through the night till he was like three, I swear. <gasps> yeah. My sister's kids didn't sleep through the night until they were like four and six. <laughs> it's painful. Yeah, for sure. All right. My la next reason is because the Olympics are on, 
And I love watching the Olympics. And the Canadian women's hockey team won gold last night. They did. Yay. That's so awesome. And then we had our Prince George's very own bring two home two bronze medals. I know. That's exciting. That's so cool. I love watching the Olympics. Yeah. We were lucky enough to go in Vancouver and watch the Olympics. Oh, awesome. I got to watch Tessa and Scott win gold, too. So Okay. Are those the reality TV people? I thought they uh, yes, did like they a did. show they, after. They started a show. Okay, see, this is how bad I am, and like I don't necessarily like watch a lot of the stuff, but mm. I do remember that they were on a reality show, and that actually comes to um, my last reason to be super happy because I don't really have a lot of time in my day, but the time that I do have, the thing that really makes me happy is reality shows. I know it's junk. I know it's horrible. The Real Housewives of Dallas is my reason to be happy this week. They are hilarious. (laughs) There's something wrong with them mentally. They're so much fun to watch. (laughs) I'm pretty sure one of them is a call leader. Um, But it is. It makes me happy. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. And it might make you happy, too. You should check it out. I mean, we're like an 1883 kind of folk right now we're we're deep into that oh, okay <laughs> so you, you're watching things that matter i mean it doesn't really matter either it's made up and yeah. fake belief but it's fine okay um hey steve you tell me uh what is a good reason that people should be happy this week uh. <laughs> now he's, he's not looking happy that i'm asking him this question so i don't even know if he has anything no, not really. No? I really don't. Ha- well, the sun's shining. How about that? I mean, that's, oh, good. that's the win. I, and he stole yours, too. Yeah. So that was, yeah. Okay, good job. Good job, Steve. Thank My goodness. You. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Super Bowl happened on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. We uh, we went to my brother's. There were uh, a couple other babies there. Charlotte was looking around like, oh, my God. Other babies exist. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, because you had your baby during COVID. Yeah, so, so she, she doesn't well, we know don't people. Say that word. We don't say that word. Oh, that's right. That's, word. that's right. She yeah. doesn't know people, though. But she doesn't know people. She doesn't even know that there's other babies. She was wide-eyed, looking around. They're crawling. They're yelling. They're screaming. They're playing. She was shocked. And then she really got into it. And honestly, it makes you want to cry almost that Aww. she's so happy hanging out with great. the little babies. I know. It was that's really nice. So good. We just hung out at our house, and we um, we did a Super Bowl pool, and we, yeah. we gambled, and that's mm-hmm. what made it fun for oh, me. Oh, cool. Because, yeah. Gambling is so much fun. <laughs> Teach your kids young. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the Super Bowl happened. I don't really care so much about the Super Bowl itself, but I do mm-hmm. really like the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like the halftime show. I mean, bring back some old time memories. That's for sure. I feel like the the halftime show was kind of made for our age group. Too. It was, yeah, for sure. I, I I honestly, I wish that I wore a visor. I wore my track <laughs> pants. I wanted to do the Macarena after. Oh gosh! Uh, honestly, the only thing that would have made that halftime show better is if the Backstreet Boys jumped on the stage and started singing. Imagine! Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Or yeah. NSYNC, you know, or NSYNC. JT. Nope. No, no, I'm I'm kind of a Backstreet Boys Ooh, kind of girl. Yeah, I know. Sorry, uh, <laughs> but uh, the commercials were pretty cool too. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I like the one about Alexa, where Alexa was the mind reader. Oh, okay, and she's like, or the third wheel you know and then yeah. um but it also scares the crap out of me because it, yeah. like we just got alexis in our house for all our kids yeah and i'm like alexis gonna take over my house she is she's watching all of you i know yeah i know and yeah. and in the commercial like it reads the mind the guy walks in and he's like alexa it's super bowl day boom the tv goes on boom like you know the 
the rosé is chilling, he's, he thinks about. And then, yeah. Then and it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. It's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy, right? It's creepy, but it was funny. Okay. In the morning, the girl wakes up and she yawns and he's like, oh, Alexa, ordering mouthwash. You know, it was, yeah. it was funny. Yeah. I, I really like the, the Uber Eats or Not Eats uh, one. The, the commercial was just about all the celebrities and their... They're yes. eating like, you know, like, uh, I don't even know, toothpaste and like foam and all this stuff. And, and it's Uber Eats or not Eats, right? So like they can deliver food or they can deliver product and they're eating all of the non-food, which yeah. doesn't make any sense, but it was really funny. Okay. Um, and then uh, I actually was thinking about what happened to me because all the baby food like looks like kind of like foam, right? Yeah. And uh, we got an entertainment unit at my house. And there was tons of foam that came with it, and it was kind of everywhere, and there were, like, little bits of it. And I like to give my baby some food. to Like, I show her the food, and then I eat one, okay. and then I give it back to her to eat. And so last week, I there was I think I just grabbed a foam piece accidentally, so I showed her the foam, yeah. and then I actually put it in my mouth to eat it, and I realized <laughs> it was foam. Oh, you could have been on the commercial. I could have been on the commercial. So I, I should have been on there as one of the celebrities eating foam. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I know. That's awesome. Um, the other thing that happened to me that week actually was um, dog hair. I don't... Do you have dogs? No. <gasps> dog hair. Oh my gosh. Every time I feed her or every time I clean anything like there's dog hair everywhere like I'll be eating food from my plate and there'll be like a couple pieces of dog hair and I don't know what to do so at this point I just have kind of come to the conclusion that I'm eating about 10 pounds of dog hair like every month and uh, I've tried to take advantage of the benefits of that Mm -hmm. so I mean if you see like a hair like a black hair like on my face yeah then it's dog hair for sure yeah it's not like chin hair or anything like that no 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 it's dog hair so if somebody if somebody tells me that I have a chin hair, I'm just going to say, no, no, it's That's dog hair, hair. <laughs> and quickly pull it out can, before can they notice. move on from the hairy story and kind of wrap it up now, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's the end of the day, um, or not the end of the day, but the end of my day anyways. Yay. Uh, thank you so much, Prince George, for listening. Shout out to, I think we probably got like 14 listeners now. So shout out to my 14 Yay! listeners. Thank you so much, Raven, for joining us today. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, Prince George, shout out Prince George. I hope today is a good day. Thank you, guys. Bye. Yay! The Prince George Council of Seniors and Seniors Resource Center needs volunteers for several roles. Programs like Meals on Wheels and the Council's Social Line all need assistance, as does the Seniors Resource Center front desk. Information on the programs is available on the Society's website, pgcos.ca. You can also call the Resource Center at 250-564-5888 or stop by the center at 721 Victoria Street. OceanWise has launched its Canada-wide search for the next wave of 170 youth and young professionals to join the Ocean Bridge Leadership and Ocean Service Program. Details and applications are available at bridge.ocean.org. Ocean Bridge connects Canadian youth from coast to coast to coast, empowering them with life and professional skills, supporting lasting civic engagement essential for oceans to remain healthy. Youth ages 18 to 30 are invited to apply through March 11th at bridge.ocean.org. 
Tax season is almost here. If you're 65 or older, you're invited to join the Canada Revenue Agency for a free webinar to learn about the benefits and credits you could be eligible to receive. The webinar will also cover protecting yourself against fraud, as well as services and tools to help you file your taxes. Space is limited, so register today through the links page at cfisfm.ca. The Canada Revenue Agency Free Benefits and Credits Webinar, 11 a.m., Wednesday, February 23rd. Two Rivers Gallery is undertaking a new strategic plan and would like your feedback about arts and culture in Prince George. This survey is intended to provide feedback about Two Rivers Gallery so it may improve its services, better respond to community needs, understand how it needs to deepen its connection with those who are active participants, and to connect with those who have not yet heard about or visited the gallery. Access the survey until February 25th through tworiversgallery.ca, where creativity flows online. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right. Good morning. Trudy Clausen here uh, with, uh, I guess, my show with, and today I have a guest, a very esteemed guest. He is Albert Kohler, former city councillor, and, uh, but um, there's a lot more to Albert. He's he's written a book, actually. Um so maybe, um, Albert, if we can start, maybe just tell us a little bit about how you came to Prince George. Oh, gee, that's a long story. Um, I came to Prince George, <coughs> sorry, I started out in uh, Vancouver. Uh, we were 12 years in Vancouver, where I sort of worked and then started a business. <coughs> and uh, as it happened, uh, we had so many customers further in the north, Prince George and further north and also uh, towards uh, Kitty Mat that we decided to start a branch office in Prince George and that was 1995. And <coughs> was that your own business or were you That was, yes, it was okay. uh, oh, my business. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, and what's the name of your book and where can people, uh, just putting in a little pitch here, <laughs> where can people get it? Well, the, the title of the book is Finding the Future. I was looking for a long time Ooh. in how to call it. It, I, there was no intention <coughs> sorry writing a book but uh, I thought put some information down for my grandchildren and, and children because uh, I missed something like that um, about my grandparents and so on so my office was full of paper and, and my wife said why don't you just put it together a little bit more meaningful in the book and that's what it is so. well that that is a that's a really <coughs> great idea and i think it's true i mean so many of us we know little snippets of our histories and right. we don't uh, like it's on little pieces of paper and various pictures in the photo albums that we look at later and true. and we don't know what they actually mean and so that's really good um okay so um finding the future and mm-hmm. that, that is sort of why I asked you to come and, yes. and talk oh. to us today, because I think Prince, I mean, uh, I feel that Prince George has a lot of potential, and I know that you think so as well, and you've spoken about this a number of times, and you've spoken about different thoughts. Um, but first, can you maybe, um, before we go into, like, what is your what is your work, and why do you, what's what has formed... Um, Okay, because I know that you've you've spoken out several times about the Deese Lake connector. Is that what what it's called, the railway link? Oh yeah, uh, at one time I was I called it the Rail North uh, connection between, for instance, uh, Fort St. Uh, James and uh, Deese Lake up to Alaska. Okay, there was already uh, uh, tracks, rail tracks were there 
up to Dees Lake, I guess, even, but then uh, this whole thing fell apart. And uh, yeah. Okay. So do you still think that that's a viable option that we should be pursuing at some point? Oh, I think so. I oh. think so. Uh, it has been neglected. I've seen that Mike Morris in his... Uh, Christmas letter mentioned that again, yes. sort of. I had a long discussion with all of that uh, <clears throat> with him. And uh, um, people say, also at the Winston Club, where I briefly spoke about it, uh, if something comes to uh, to happen, uh, that would create economic opportunity for many, many years. Just imagine. And I say, well, knowledge is limited. Imagination is not. Okay. So let's just imagine we have such a rail track from Prince George or Fort St. James up to Alaska, through the mountains, uh, what that would be uh, and what kind of opportunities uh, we could uh, look at. Right. Okay, that's um, – so what has – I mean uh, – I, I sort of feel like, okay, I don't have a lot of knowledge about this. So what has informed your opinion that that is actually an area of opportunity? And I think it would have something to do with your work as as an engineer and as... Well, the, well I don't know whether that's an engineering thing. And uh, I'm originally an engineer, but I've been so many other things. So, <laughs> yes. But once you're an engineer, you kind of put you at being an engineer. Uh, <clears throat> no, there has been many years ago uh, a survey whether that's viable and, and can be done. And uh, the government of the time then had a commission and they canceled this. I guess it was the NDP, but it doesn't matter. And so, well, we shouldn't do this at, at this time. <clears throat> what the future is, uh, just think of tourism uh, from here with the train up to uh, Alaska. Um, I spoke with the uh, mayor of Fort St. James at that time, and he said, oh, well, this is great, uh, but we have to get the indigenous people involved. I said, yeah, naturally. So he actually took it upon himself and spoke with uh, indigenous uh, people around there, and he said, oh, but everybody's in favor. So, well, then it would probably be good just to start a commission uh, and, and see whether this is still something that could be or should be looked at. Mm -hmm. But nothing like this is happening because a commission wouldn't cost anything. Get some people involved, get the government involved, get the locals involved, get uh, indigenous people involved, get the mining people involved because there's lots of potential up there and, and see what's happening. Forestry. Now the, uh, the timber is so expensive because uh, the timber has to be hauled from far away mm -hmm. and up, up north as well. You know. I would say just plant a Plant a nice city in the middle up there in the mountains and just do it. <laughs> okay, so what's, um, I mean, that's that's certainly very imaginative. Um, yes, but as it, I is, said, it's limited. <laughs> Imagination is limited. Imagination Not limited. is unlimited, unlimited. yes. Uh, yeah. So what makes you think that that would work? Like what what are the things in in, in favor of that kind of, like you mentioned tourism, but tourism by itself probably wouldn't no. carry the day, right? No, but see, when it comes to mining, everything we have, even on, on a uh, body or somewhere else, you look around, everything is coming out of the ground. Yes. Everything. But no mine has been opened the, uh, the last few years in, in BC. But all the potential is there. And all the potential is up north when it comes to mining. So... Why we are not doing it, I don't know. People say, oh, you know, we have to look at taxes, we have to look at ICBC, and all of this. 
get rid of, of these thoughts, just come out to action and ideas. What is changing us, or the world, is actions and ideas. Let's have an idea and see where it's going. Actions and ideas. Think about it. All the rest is not changing us here. And add education to that. Huh, that's, that's a very interesting thought, and I, 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 I can see what you mean. Like, because what you're saying is that all the other stuff, like the issues with ICBC, yeah. the issues with healthcare, yeah. the issues, all of those are, there, there may be valid concerns, but economic development and, it, and the yeah. ideas and going forward and building a future, right. that should be coming first. Well, it, it's not uh, building diversity and, and contributing to our economy if we change the rates of ICBC, for instance, <laughs> right? So no. maybe it's something for the election, but even that doesn't get you elected, I think. I do not know. Hmm. Something really bold is missing, yeah. and that has to do with action and ideas and education. We can't just change if we don't increase the average education um, in in this area, for instance. Okay. Average education, I mean, everybody better sort of educated. Okay, all right. Otherwise, we would just float somewhere, right? Okay. We have to take a break, so yeah. we'll be back. Sure, anytime. Uh, we're talking with Albert Kohler. Uh, we'll be back after this break. The Seniors Resource Center is now open with regular hours, Monday through Friday from 9 to 3. Stop by to sign up for Council of Seniors programs or to find out about the many services available to seniors in Prince George. Closed Saturday, Sunday, and statutory holidays, you can also contact the center by phone at 250-564-5888. That's the Seniors Resource Center, now open for regular hours from 9 to 3, Monday through Friday at 7th and Victoria. Make 2022 meaningful. Join Minerva BC's High Impact Leadership Programs. Emerging Leaders is a part-time development program designed to help new managers make the transition from individual contributor to effective leader. Starting April 6th, Emerging Leaders will equip participants with the mindset and tools needed to inspire others and achieve measurable results. For registration and more information on Emerging Leaders or other Minerva BC leadership programs like Women Leading the Way, Face of Leadership, and Learning to Lead, visit MinervaBC.ca. The 2022 BKT and OK Tire World Women's Curling Championship is March 19th to 27th at CN Center. Full event, weekend, and single-day packages, as well as single-draw tickets, are all available for purchase online through curling.ca and at the CN Center box office. All fans, athletes, volunteers, and event staff will need to provide proof of full vaccination. The 2022 BKT and OK Tire World Women's Curling Championship, March 19th to 20th. 27th at CN Center. Forecast for Environment Canada, mainly cloudy today with a 60% chance of showers late this afternoon. Winds in the southwest at 30 gusts into 50, a high of 7. Rain tonight, southwest winds becoming light, a low of 3. For Friday, rain ending in the morning, then cloudy with a 30% chance of showers. Winds in the south at 20 in the morning and a high of 4. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. 
Okay, Trudy Claussen back here with my guest, Albert Kohler. Um, during the break, Albert, we were talking about ideas and opportunities. <laughs> and what are some of the potentials that you see that Prince George has been missing as we're called the capital of the North? Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some of the areas where we're lacking? And what are some of the things that you'd like to see happening here, especially? And maybe, and I know we'll talk about education later, but just in terms of business and the business opportunities that are out there. Yeah, first of all, I say uh, this is a super place. I've been around at many places, uh, countries and cities. Uh, we made this our home many years ago. So whenever I come up with some ideas, it doesn't mean uh, that we should do this. But there are opportunities. And there are, in my opinion, still unlimited opportunities. They have to be looked at. Um, yeah, there is certainly education. Um, when it comes to forestry, I think we missed out uh, on a lot of things. We now have uh, the Wood Innovation and Design Center here, uh, but not much has changed because we could really be the center of uh, secondary manufacturing, but we are not. So why not? I do not know. Well, we come on down to education. So if I go to Home Depot or to Costco and want to buy some flooring, it says made in, fin- in Finland, made in Germany, made in Austria. Well, why do we need it coming from there? We have all the wood here. We could do that. But we have to have the people who are prepared to do this, and we have to have the knowledge and the information how to work with wood. Uh, now we've got the Wood Innovation Design Center here with only a handful or less of students, uh, which is nice, good to have it here, but in a way it's upside down. How do we get students in such a great program if we don't have the feeding program around? We didn't have the undergraduate program, the engineering program. We didn't have this. There's an undergraduate program, and then there comes a master program. How do we get pro- pro- people or students in the master program? This is the feeding program. Huh. So it's upside down. Yeah. And everybody knows it, but why has it done like, been done like this? So Wrong, so, Wrong way. So this is why you were mentioning at the beginning, it's a lack of imagination. Yes. Because, I mean, and, and I mean, it's sort of a, a cliche, but that idea of dreaming big. You have to. You know, we're, we're spending too much time, like the chickens in the barnyard yes, scratching right. in the dirt. And, that's right. And, um, well, that's interesting. That's and, right. And, you know, when I'm thinking about, and this has a connection, actually, to mental health, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we have a mental health crisis. Yes. And... What I know, the little that I know about mental health is part of what happens is when you lose the ability, for whatever reason, to dream, to think about things, to mm-hmm. think about the future in a positive way, mm-hmm. that is what brings us down. And, and so what, where do you see the, po- the responsibility lie for that? Like, uh, is, and uh, as the collective, as all of us together. Um, so when it comes to the current, uh, homeless problem and, and associated problems, well, yes, it is, uh, we are all responsible for it. We cannot say, do you do this? It's just, uh, our society. So we have to take this on. And, uh, naturally we have to, Look at City Hall and everybody else. The question is what can be done. If we have this homeless problem, we've got to get rid of it as fast as possible. There are some, some ways of doing it. Other cities have done it. Uh, something is happening, as you know, now on First Avenue there. I don't know to what degree it can be done. Um, I remember when I was on council that the uh, police said, uh, 80% of the nuisance calls are coming from there. Uh, 
and you know where, yeah. where I mean, uh, then that has to be done, tackled right there. So, uh, so that's interesting. And one thing, like uh, you're familiar with Ellis Ross, right? The the M- MLA from yeah. Kitimat. Yes. Uh, he's talked a lot about how, like, he tried. He's he was a band counselor. Uh, in for his mm-hmm. local Indian band, and um, he tried this and that and everything to improve the living conditions and the mental health uh, and domestic violence. He worked so hard for many years, and then he somehow he started looking at economic development. And what he sort of discovered, and he talks a lot about this, is when people have a job, when people have hope in their future. That is the single biggest factor to improving mental health. And and I think about our young people, even young people who are from well-off families, one of the pri- like one of our big problems is that kids don't have hope and the stuff that you're talking about here is that they should be hopeful because we do have so much potential here in the north. Um and so for someone in who's maybe in grade 10, and hasn't been excited about school. I mean, what should they be thinking of as they're looking forward at their life? Like, should they just be going, well, I'm just going to be poor and miserable all the rest of my life working at a dead-end job? Or is no. there something else for them to think about? No, you mentioned hope. I think hope is the most important thing we have to have. We all have, we all have to have hope, whether young or old. And certainly we have to give hope to the to the young ones who are in, in school. They want to have hope. They want to see an option, opportunity. And the word opportunity probably is the most important one. There are opportunities up in the north, but we have to give them opportunity. But to provide opportunity, we have to educate them. So sorry when I come back. Yeah, to no, let's still, yeah, let's talk about you that. Know, so if we don't, if we're not educated, we cannot utilize the opportunities that are there. Okay. They are all out there, unlimited. I came, as I said, years, years ago out here, I've seen well, I came the very first time over here in 1978 uh, and with my wife. And I have said, you know, do you see all the opportunities around here? I say, yeah. Hmm. They are there. Okay. All right. Um, Steve, can we go for a break? or? Uh, yeah, because let's go for a break because then we want to spend the next uh, little while talking about opportunity and and the hope and how you see opportunity in the North. Okay, and with education. I have to think about it. Yes. The Prince George RCMP Victim Services Unit is looking for volunteers. Victim Services works with victims of serious crimes to help them through the trauma and the legal process. Volunteers must be at least 19 years old and have a valid Class 5 driver's license. You must commit to working one office shift each week, as well as two 12-hour on-call shifts each month. If you are interested in becoming a Victim Services volunteer, pick up an application package at the Community Policing Office at 455 Victoria Street. Minds in Motion is a fitness and social program provided for people experiencing early symptoms of dementia and their care partners. Each fitness session is followed by social time, an opportunity to connect with others living with dementia. An in-person series is available in Prince George through March 8th at the YMCA. To register, contact the Prince George Resource Center at 250-564-7533 or email info.princegeorge at alzheimerbc.com. 
The Prince George Community Foundation's spring grant cycle is now open. Local charities are invited to submit their grant applications by March 15th. Projects must benefit the community in arts and culture, social services, environment, health, sports and recreation, or education. Eligible charities may request up to $10,000 to support their projects. Full details are available through the Community Foundation's website, pgcf.ca. Your Community Foundation spring grant cycle's application deadline is March 15th. This March, take action and change the future for the estimated 70,000 British Columbians living with dementia. Attend the Breakfast to Remember, a virtual fundraiser featuring a keynote address with neuroscientist and international best-selling author Dr. Lisa Genova. The Alzheimer's Society of BC 2022 Virtual Breakfast to Remember, Thursday, March 3rd from 7.30 to 9. Ticket information and full details are available through the Fundraise and Participate page under Take Action at alzbc.org. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, Trudy Clausen here, back with Albert Kohler. Um, we were just beginning to talk a little bit about education and hope and the the role of hope in education. And also, uh, so I'll just put a broadly thing, um, we've got... We've got uh, city council elections coming up. Yes. We have, um, I mean, we've, we're always in some, almost always in some sort of election mode at some point. But what, for leaders, let's, let's begin there first. Um, for someone who wants to be a community leader, who wants to, or like a politician, what kind of message should we be looking for in order to give hope for that generation coming up? And even the ones who are already in the work, workforce and maybe being displaced. Uh, because, like, what kind of things do we need to be thinking about when we think about the future and how to build Prince George into a city that provides opportunity? Yeah. Um, sorry when I say I have to come back uh, to, to education. Yeah. Um, and the opportunity is there, opportunities, uh, actually. But as I mentioned, we can tap these opportunities only if we are educated of we have young people who are educated okay otherwise uh they they just can't be tapped so and that has nothing to do sorry when i say with engineering it has to do with ed- education as as a whole mm-hmm. <clears throat> be it the school how, how come that we have a drop out rate how come that we have a drop out rate a uh, drop out rate that is fairly high yes. um between the indigenous people it shouldn't be this way it should not be allowed to drop out of school. So where I come from originally, nobody was dropping out because it was not allowed. You couldn't drop out of school. Yeah. You had to finish school somehow, at least a grade 10, preferably 12 or even 13. And everybody afterwards has to go into some sort of secondary education. Uh-huh. It's a must. You can't just stand there because the world is going so fast with technology and everything else that anybody who is not educated will fall behind. Unfortunately, that's what it is. So there is pressure there to be educated. And I think it's up to us elderly and and, uh, decision makers and leaders to make sure that everybody becomes or gets a proper education. Mm -hmm. That's a must. And how does the education translate into hope and opportunity? Well, <clears throat> once you're uh, educated, uh, there's a saying, once you open the book, you can close it. You open more books. Okay. You learn. And with learning, uh, you see and learn about opportunities you were not even aware of that they are there. 
How can you? Because you're not educated. It, it just works together like that. So, so and, uh, yeah, so we definitely have to give hope to uh, prevent, uh, provide hope to young people, not just in Prince George, it's the whole region, also the outlying and smaller communities. Uh, we want to have these communities, not just Prince George growing by 4% or whatever it was, all the smaller communities should grow. So we have to find a modus vivendi that these communities can grow and that young people stay here in the north and don't go to Vancouver and maybe learn something there, uh, fall in love there and don't come back. Well, and that brings up an interesting thing. Like all the projections are that rural BC, rural Canada, rural communities will get smaller and smaller. And I know even Prince George, a number of years ago, I don't know how long ago it was, but mm. Prince George... Council sort of decided that we would be a retail hub mm -hmm. for the North. Yeah, and well. I was so sad to see that happen because I think we should be the economy driver mm -hmm. um, that acts as a conduit for those small communities to get bigger. Y yes, but that requires a certain vision and leadership to see, okay, how can we make sure that our smaller communities also grow and the young yes. people stay there? That requires planning and vision, and, and that's very important, and education. So uh, it, it goes together. And, and jobs. And jobs. It go, but that works, that comes automatically. Because we have... We have on a sudden people who have more knowledge who would start something which they couldn't start before because it didn't have the knowledge. It's a catch-22. Okay. And what are our... So then I'll switch a little bit into... Well, what are our resources? Like, um, I mean, I'm sort of a little bit old school in this, mm -hmm. where where I, I... You know, we take raw resources out of the ground and we yeah. make something out of that. And that that's... And that... What is the old um, formula? Um, tools plus... Oh gosh, labor equals wealth, or what? What is that equation? Yeah, it could be something, something like, like, like this comes out of it, probably. Yes. So, what are the what are what are the raw materials in the north that we have that we could be developing that could be providing an opportunity for uh, for the use of that education for and to provide jobs in our smaller communities? Well, we know the raw materials. It's in the ground. Uh, everything is in the ground, and uh, the raw material which is above the ground is a foresty and what have you. But there's some other raw material which is now ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, and we have to utilize that. Mm -hmm. So, as I mentioned, if we don't, then we can't really find, come up with inventions. We can't up with something new. So, as you know, I come from Europe. There's very little raw material in, for instance, Sweden or Sweden, Germany or so. But, but Germany is a powerhouse, right? So, uh, because the average education is higher, and they are inventing stuff constantly and doing something uh, without raw materials. They buy the raw material from somewhere else. From We have to be inventive. We have to be inventive. We have to educate our people, and then they will be inventive. Hmm. It, it'll happen automatically. But if we never get there, then we never get there. Yeah. Hmm. If we miss out on education... It doesn't matter what it is. If it's a lawyer or accountant or uh, agricultural or veterinary medicine, we should have veterinary medicine here in, in uh, BC, yes. for instance. We have it in Alberta. We have it in Saskatchewan. Why don't we have it here? 
just yesterday I was in uh, Vanderhoof and somebody said to me, Albert, you know, I'm coming to getting together with some farmers and it would be so nice to have some veterinary medicine in Prince George. I said, I agree. Yes. Get together, make a case, uh, come up with a study, demand study and go for it. Mm-hmm. Well, that would take another 10 years or who knows for, I don't know, because the government doesn't do it. Well, <laughs> that's I'm sorry when I say that. Yeah, like, no, but no. But it just, it just breaks all over the place. And there's no way of really pushing forward and getting things done. So what's, why does that happen? Bureaucracy and uh, bureaucracy, bureaucracy, bureaucracy and tuitions for young people. Uh, how come, how sh- we should see the young people as a tremendous potential and education is the best investment in the future. Okay. Absolutely, the best investment. Okay, so then I'm going to ask you, okay. I've heard people talk about the inflation of education, not meaning the tuition. Yeah. But the fact that what used to be a two-year program is now a four-year program with no different outcome at the end. Um, How do you do? And with uh, speaking of veterinarians, like I think it's nine years that they have to go to school. Why? I don't know, but there's a shortage of veterinarians. If you want to uh, get uh, your dog now uh, somewhere or so, you can get in if you're not already a customer. Just yes. imagine. <laughs> Yes, it's there's a, little a bit shortage like, of veterinarians. It's a little bit like getting a family doctor. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it comes down to the young people to show them these options and provide them a, a, a way or guide to get there because the tuition is blocking everything. We should have free tuition. We shouldn't have tuition. I study, who knows, back forth, forth without paying anything. We shouldn't have tuition. It blocks this whole thing. So is there no so when you so you were educated in Germany was yes. there no oh okay no. we are actually we've no. we've used up all our time Albert by me we've yeah. used up well, all I'll our just time just carry on who who cares <laughs> Steve cares <laughs> uh, well thank you so much for coming in I really appreciate this and obviously we could talk Sorry much more all right. All right, so that's it for today's edition of After Nine. We'll be back tomorrow with the front burner and then the political panel at nine thirty. After 9 is a daily presentation of CFISFM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Echo Wiley, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Additional contributors include CBC News and the National Campus and Community Radio Association. Theme music is by The Ebbs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. Owned and operated by the Prince George Community Radio Society, you're listening to CFIS-FM Prince George, a not-for-profit community radio station broadcasting with